We're live. We're recording. It's Sunday. We never do this on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I, I was watching the Vikings game and got really bored and fell asleep in the fourth quarter. Then I woke up. I'm like, ah, oh, God, we've we got to record soon. That sounds like a Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, but you just don't have to get up for anything. Football's back, and you go to sleep watching it bored out of your mind. Yeah, it could have been a fun game, but it was such a blowout that I was like, oh, yeah. Did they lose or win? They won by a lot, oh. and they made Green oh, Green they... Bay look stupid. Oh wow, that's big news. Yeah, but let's uh, let's give me a long year for for uh, Aaron Rodgers. I'll say that <laughs> he's got all new people, and it, they look like shit. It's not that the oh, Vikings no. looked amazing, which they did look good, but it's that the Green Bay Packers looked that bad. Yeah, it's terrible. All right. Oh, did your team play yet? I didn't see him on the... Yeah, they lost. Okay. who they play? Oh, the Chargers. They lost. Yeah, they lost. Yeah. You're going to have a long they year, too. They lost like four, four points. Now they won all their, their preseason games, which means that they're going to lose everything in the regular season. <laughs> preseason doesn't matter. I don't, yeah, even, I don't even, even watch preseason. I don't. I never have, yeah. Let's get an intro going. Um... Do, do, do. Oh, fuck it. Let's just do... I want to hear some Futurama. What about you? Uh... Yeah! Enclosed is a PDF attachment. A picture of yourself in a boat on a river. It's a river that flows in two directions. Make that three. It's a magic river, that's how. And it's flowing down the Erie Canal to the scary door. That's Erie with two E's. Ordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone If only I programmed the robot to be more careful what I wish for. Robot, experience this tragic irony for me. No! This painting, for example, is of a rather special world. What has become perpetuated in the language as the ghetto. That dismal realm of push carts and poverty. Where our hopes are stamped down like dirty shoes on snow. Terrible painting. Death is a commonplace visitor to these somber alleys. But occasionally, someone else visits. Our painting is called The Messiah on Mott Street. And this place, should you not already know it, is the Night Gallery. Our painting is called, oh shit, I have to have that painting ready by noon. Hello, citizen. It's about it. This is about a, uh, a shit house. I'll paint that up real quick. Yeah, in shit. Uh, welcome to LIW Television, episode 389, Night Gallery 213A, The Messiah on Mott Street. Let me just say, I didn't realize there was an A in that number, so I checked the time remaining, and I go, oh, God, there's 37 minutes left, and I, I almost lost my mind. Luckily, I got visited by I... Messiah, who introduced Part B to me. I'm Phoenix West. Right. Very good. Dick, Dick. I thought we already introduced ourselves. No, I can't. Remember. I kept going. I can't remember. Oh, okay. No, this. I I did like this episode. I felt like this was a throwback to the Twilight Zone when they're poignant episodes, like the Christmas episodes, <clears throat> like the one with Art Carney when he was this, he was the con man who had to be um, Santa Claus. He was a drunk, filthy Whatever. drunk. Same same thing. Uh, yeah, Fikota, filthy filthy man. No, with uh, yeah, Fikota, I was like. When's Yeah Fight Coda getting here? When are we going to the fireworks factory? <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh my God, Yeah Fight said this. I want to see him. And it was just like, where, where is he? Where's he going to show up? Oh, he's the Messiah. I figured that out early on. But I was like, how are they going to get from that point A to point B with the Messiah? And boy, was I entertained by that. The little 
fucking shit boy, little bad actor boy. And uh, I think this was dirtier than that episode, the Fugitive episode. If you listen to what Energy Robertson says, did you listen to what he said to the Shadow when it came for him? No. I don't believe my grandson. I want to hold him and fondle him. And hold <laughs> oh, him. God. He said fondle. I was like, oh, that's the wrong term. No, I wish I would have heard that now. Damn it. Go go to the scene where he's being visited by the Shadow early on in the thing, and he starts talking to the Shadow. And he says, like, I don't want to leave yet. You can't take me. I have to love and be with my son, my grandson and fondle him. Something like that. I, it's, it's roughly like that. He's like, leave the boy unmolested, all right? He goes, um, well, I'm going to take you if you're going to continue fondling the boy, okay? That, that one lady should show back up and be like, oh, I heard all of yeah. that. He is out of here. No oh, more children in the boy. ghetto. Well, very good, McGonagall. Little Billy's dead. <laughs> I don't have he that clip on here. From ear to ear. Yeah, I know. Hey, I'm trying to eat. <laughs> but this was a very nice episode. It was just um, it was sweet. Like I but... said, it was a throwback. It was a sweet. It's a sweet episode, but it's long. It's a little too long. Uh, I'd say way it's too very long. long. Thirty-five minute episode. God damn! Or it thirty-seven keeps minute episode. I don't know. It felt like I think it was thirty-seven. Three hours. It was long. Yeah, it was long. I'll find out exactly how long it is. It... And then you, uh, so you have Edward G. Robinson. Yeah, 37 is, minutes. You know, yeah, Edward G. Robinson, famous actor from the 30s, 40s, famous commie. Back in the day, he was a red. Never forgive him for that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you have his his buddy, Will Ferrell, his doctor. Will Ferrell, and his was... face is like, I wrote down, the doctor looks like Ron Perlman beta robot. <laughs> That hair, that hair is ridiculous. This is his white man fro, his Jew fro. It's like the God's because he's a Jew. God's building his way to Ron Perlman, and he stopped along here and was like, "Eh, make it, make it more <laughs> ugly." Is, yeah, this is a, this is a handsome Ron Perlman. Yeah. this is what Ron Perlman wishes he was. It's like it, it's, he made this, and he goes, "No, no, stretch out the nose and really accentuate the jaw. Let's let's bash in the forehead a little bit." Uh, I want to look like his head was crushed in with a rock with the Congo yeah. ape. You saw Congo? You know Congo? Yeah, I want that. Yeah, we, got, for him. we really got to stretch Armstrong's face a little bit here and just... Yeah. No. Yeah. More broad nose. Broader. Broader! No, no, comedically broad. You don't realize how far I'm going here. No, I mean, like, disgusting. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it looks horrible. Like, not a human nose at some point. That's that's what we're going for no. here. And he's and sculpting in the Ron Perlman. cranky. <laughs> Don't let him, his his voice registry cannot leave, like, these deep octaves at all. Yeah, never. I want him to sound like he smokes cigars, even though he, he might not. And he eats them. Yeah, he lives on them. Make him cranky and cantankerous and whatever whatever word like that you want to come up with. I, Let's I picture him and God in the Westworld room where they're building yeah. the robots. Like, yeah. All right, Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> He's nude. Ron Perlman. What do you think of this creature? Yeah, I like it. I want him to look like if he plays a monster, we don't have to do much with the prosthetics department. Put, I want him to be an actor. Put the things here. That's it. If you could imagine if they were going to do a network show based on <laughs> Be- John Cocteau's <laughs> Beauty and the Beast, little makeup beast, go. Oh, I like this. I like where, I like where you're taking this, God. Like, all I really have to do is put the wig on him. 
and that's it. Yeah. And that's really up to him, him, him if he has the hair or not. But I want it to be. Yeah. He's got to have the uh, the uh, Dave Mustaine hair from 1988. <laughs> that's that's what was running through my head when I was looking at this dude's face. Yeah, just the, yeah, Ron Perlman. Just pretty, Ron, pretty Ron Perlman. Just the building of Ron Perlman. Because that's like where you would start, and then you start making these horrific yeah. choices from there. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I have, like, no voice right now. Do you hear it? Oh, that's all right. All nasally. We went out for Jansen's yeah. birthday last yeah. night. Oh, well, his birthday? How old is he, 22? He's 31. Oh, and my it was, God. It's pretty good. We went out... No, we'll talk about it now real quick, but... Because um, he was on the show at one point, but we went out, went to this Italian place, the, the Sicilian butcher, Ooh. and it was really fucking good. Cannolis, okay. this long, brought some oh, home today. Shit. Like, oh my god, they're like. Speaking 80. of that, we'll get back to that. What? We'll get back to cannoli eating because we just watched uh, the offer on Paramount Plus. Oh yeah, yeah. And I gotta say, Paramount Plus is the shittiest streaming service ever. Why? It sucked. It sucks. It, it the sound goes out. It 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 has commercial breaks and it freezes up because like it's 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 designed to have commercials, but they're not when it's the paid for service. You know how like they have they have the other features where you get ads. I'm wondering if you have like a bad download or something. I don't know because I don't. You kept no, you mentioned the sound problems else, when we did Twilight Zone. I have yet yeah, to have that problem. Everything else works. I, I have no problem with any other streaming service except. For yeah, that's what I'm saying. Plus. I think something happened, or it's not. Well, this is on your PS4 I again. And yeah, PS4, and it keeps signing me out too. Yeah, that's probably something so to it do with it. Signs me out. I don't signing think. Uh, so that's probably what it is. Because I watch Paramount Plus, and it's fine. The commercial watched, thing, I know uh, what you're talking uh, about. Um, I know what you're talking about with the commercials, yeah, but that's yeah, ha- that happens a lot. But yeah, if if you watch the the offer, just know that about eighty five percent of it is bullshit. It's complete fabrication. It's kind of annoying. Is that? And it's like it's way too long. It's ten episodes. It should be six. It is so much wasted time on that on that show. It's so it drags so much. Yeah, it's isn't is that about the making of the movie The Godfather? Yes. Okay. Yes. Makes sense. Yeah. But who plays uh? Who plays Bob Evans? Oh, Bob Evans is great. Matthew Good. Matthew, oh, okay. Watchman. Yeah, he's good. He's fantastic. He is brought. He's Bob Evans to a T. He's great. He's got the voice. He's yeah. Like Bob Evans. I. Why are you talking, booby? You ever want a good laugh? He's Watch great. the kid stays in the picture. Bob Evans is out of his fucking yeah. mind. Yeah. And it's this unfettered Bob Evans, like. Bob, Bob, and I, I was my, fucking that girl, my, my, and my wife, my wife was <laughs> fucking Steve McQueen when I was in the committee. It's just like a stream he of consciousness. Take, yeah, he likes to take credit for everything. But they make, in the show, you could tell, though, because in reality, Francis Ford Coppola and Bob Evans hated each other. I mean, hate, Coppola hates Bob Evans. Well, he wanted to them out of there. He didn't want to hire him. Well, yeah, but to, yeah, to, well, to a point that Bob Evans uh, wanted begged Francis to do Cotton Club, and, and Francis Ford Coppola did Cotton Club out of spite, and he made like the worst movie on purpose, just to spite Robert Evans. He like, get, he overcharged him. He took millions from him. Like he really was an asshole. And he goes he really came back and hit him. And part of the Cotton Club point for for Coppola was he didn't want he wanted to do a gangster movie that had none of the gangster stuff from uh, Godfather movies. 
So that was his right. like stipulation there. I don't know if he told Evans about that, but that's why there's like no right, real yeah, shooting. Yeah. All the shooting is like in that those little quick little things, little that's vignettes, cool. and it's all like '30s style. And but you don't, they don't I actually see him shooting one. It's it's not yeah, bad. I it's I just it's mostly about tap dancing. Ooh. Nick Cage is pretty well, good. Gregory in it, Hines is in it, right? Yeah, Gregory Hines has the tap dancing yeah. part. He's like trying to have a well, comeback. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's brilliant. Yeah, he's great in the movie, but no, okay, all the performance. Yeah, it's like good. Coppola movies, the early one, the ones in the eighties, they're all like boring as hell, but all the performances are out of the war, out of this world. Right, like right, uh, Mickey yeah. Rourke and um, uh, what is that one with him and uh, Dylan? Passion Fish. Uh, no, it's a uh, Rumble Fish Rumble or... Fish. Yeah. Rumble Fish, yeah, Blowfish, Rumble Fish, uh, R- Mickey Rourke, Aquaman. The whole movie talks like this, and he doesn't ever speak louder than like, this. Like, but he's so like, goddamn good. Like, and I was like, what happened yeah. to that man? Did Col- you watch Angel Heart ever? No, not yet. You gotta watch it. Yeah, you gotta watch Angel Heart. Angel Heart is fucking good. Who directed Angel Heart? I think Alan Pacula. Ooh, okay. Alan J. Pacula. I think I think Alan Pacula. I, I can look it up. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure it's Pacula. But um, yeah, the, Robert Evans, though, I mean, he, he's fantastic. He's good. Uh, Dan Fogler. As Francois Coppola is really oh good. really that's who plays yeah, got, Coppola they, oh yeah he's great he's really good <laughs> no he's turned into an actor he, was, he has he's good he's on The yeah. Walking Dead and I'm like oh he's really good and he's in some other show I was watching I was like damn his career is like really, really? taking off wow. <clears throat> yeah uh, it's been oh, a long Alan Parker I'm sorry it's been Alan a long Parker. oh Alan Parker even better he just recently Angel. died uh, about a year ago yeah but um Angel yeah yeah um anyway or two years ago. We went out to dinner, and then we went out to a comedy club, and oh no, that was fun. I don't know. Oh, I, no. I laughed. My I didn't expect to laugh that much because I didn't know who the guy was. And oh good. He's outside oh, talking yeah, to everyone beforehand, and Jansen's in the car sleeping because <laughs> we ate. Ah! And I'm like, you know, your comedians outside, out front, just talking to everyone, right? You can just come hang out with him. He's like, oh, I'll be there. And he shows up, and uh, yeah, we sit there, and we're in the front row, and he's just sitting there roasting. Not him, but. Anwar Newton, one of my friends, was actually performing, and I didn't know he was going to be there. And I was like, "Oh, this is this is interesting." And then, yeah, the guy shows up. What's his name? He's from Florida. When you see him, you'll know he's from Florida. A JC. Oh God, man, I, I have it on my phone. Actually, let me look it up. It was pretty good. Um, I'll show him in a second. But let's talk about this episode of the Messiah Mont Street. Oh, here he is. <clears throat> Well, he just, yeah, Night Gallery, he's dying. Energy Robinson is an old Jewish man dying, or he's on his way out. The doctor's visiting him. He's worried about him because the tenement building is just cold. And he goes, it's a Turkish bath in the July. If you've been here in July, it's a Turkish bath. J.C. Correy? familiar. I don't know. I, I don't know. He's done stuff. but There's I was, so many comedians. But I was There's laughing, so many comedians laughing the whole way through. I don't know. Usually That's I'm like, good. yeah, it was pretty good. But I was, yeah, it was, it was solid. That's good. Um, yeah, he's dying. So, and it, Saddle he's dying. Eric G. Robinson has a, has a grandson. He has that, that precocious kid actor grandson that comes, Grandpa, what are you doing? You're not going to die. let me fondle you. Let me <laughs> fondle you one more time, Oi. boy. Oi, Angel of death, go away. I'm trying to finger butt his hole. Finger butt his hole. <laughs> finger butt his hole. That came out all wrong. <laughs> Came out all wrong, just like uh, it's like what you're saying. It's fine. It's like Eric G. Robinson. 
<laughs> Isn't it weird that he's it's Edward G. Robinson in this role when he, you're like he's mostly known for being like gangsters and bad guys yeah. and tough well, dude and he's just like late, late, later in his career he was always in bed because Sonic Green he's in I think bed most of the movie because he's dying. So I just I just contributed this to being Sonic Green the precursor to Sonic Green. He died like 13 months after this. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he was pretty old though. I think. Was he in his seventies or? Yeah, he was. 80s? He was the age he was portraying, portraying here. So, oh, okay, seventy-seven. Or he was like seventy-nine like when he died. Seventy-nine. That's not bad. That's not a bad way to go. No. Mario Puzo died seventy-nine, nineteen ninety-nine. I didn't realize he died that long ago, nineteen ninety-nine. I so, thought he died within the last fifteen recently. years. I thought so too, but I was like, oh shit! Oh, oh, damn, nineteen ninety-nine. Yeah, I remember. He I died remember when he died. Kubrick. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't they aren't they making more uh, Godfather books like some other author? Yeah, somebody. I think they've done a few. Yeah, they've become like the new Robert Ludlum, where they just keep making these these fucking books. Um, yeah, just like it's like hair to the Godfather, or or you know, Godfather cubed, some you know bullshit. But it's actually the hypercube, but it's Godfather. Oh yeah, this cube, the cube series. Well, actually. The offer would be the hypercube of that because hypercube is yes. the prequel. Yes, yes, and it's but actually the offer pretty good. Hyper, hyper bullshit. Yeah, because when they put they put Joe Gallo in it, and Joe Gallo magically is like, "Well, you guess what? You would give money to Joe Colombo, or you give money to me now on this picture." And they're going, "We can't go to Sicily because we have to give the location money to this gangster." And then the guy comes and goes, "Don't worry about crazy Joe Gallo; he's dead." And he killed him, but like in reality, Joe Gall- Crazy Joe Gallo died a year after the Godfather came out. So all this is all bullshit. It's just all lies, and it's Albert Ruddy, like making his myth, like writing his rewriting his myth to make him look like oh this uber super producer. And Juno Temple plays somebody that I've never heard of. That Matt, like I guess she was a big part of the Godfather, but nobody has ever talked about her ever. Not even in any of the behind-the-scenes stuff on all the DVDs. She's never mentioned ever. Hmm. But yet, she's a huge part of this show. Like, she's like the second-hand, the right-hand man to the producer. So she's like, every step, she's there. But does she actually exist, or...? Yeah, she's a real person. She ended up being a real person. And she was the secretary to Ruddy, the producer, at Paramount. And then she became an agent. And I think she's in... The uh, from Dust Till Dawn documentary, because she was uh, she was uh, George Clooney's agent, so she became an agent, and George Clooney was one of her clients. And I think she's in Full Tilt Boogie, talking about George Clooney's sex life. Oh wow! And she goes, "Oh no, George, Joe, don't worry about George. He's getting it. He gets it enough." Lou Ferrigno's in like, it. Oh my god! <laughs> Lou Ferrigno plays Luca Brasi. Yeah, <laughs> which was funny. Oh, speaking of which. I, I just watched two really awful movies today on Shudder, because that's what a Sunday's for. Oh, it's our guy from RoboCop watched... that turns into a mutant. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, the, he's the producer. <laughs> All right, sorry. He's one of the slimeball slime ball money men on the show. Jack yeah. Ballard. And, they, and then Bob Evans comes, Jack, you're fucking fine. Get off the fucking set. It was great. They fired his ass, because he was trying to take over the production. Right. It's not a bad show. It's just, it's just way too long. Like if you're gonna watch it, watch it, but like, kind of fast forward. Like the, the they like have scenes that don't go anywhere with Bob Evans. Like he just goes to the house to party with hippies, 
and it's so cheap. It's like it's all shot in Los Angeles, obviously, and it's all shot on the Paramount lot, obviously. It's like really bad. It's a movie about the Paramount lot, so that's what I mean. It's like they're saying we're in New York, shooting in New York. Uh, No, you're not. Oh, I see. So they're supposed to be in New York. Yeah, we're you're supposed to be in New York shooting The Godfather on the street of New York. It is obviously Paramount lot or Universal because it's it's really very obvious. It's very cheap. And why is it if you do a historical a move a a biopic about the history of movies, you have to have one of the Hanks in there because I'm noticing Colin Hanks is here. <laughs> yeah, he's and he plays a fictional character. Oh, fun. His character never existed in real life. He's, he's just an amalgamation of different characters in, in historical uh, context who said, like, I don't want to make this movie. This movie can't be made, blah, blah, blah. Because a lot of people just didn't want it to happen. The best thing about this movie, this miniseries, is I'm noticing Eric Belfour actually got work. Good for him. Yes, who is Eric Belfour in this movie? He is Dean Tavolo- Tavolers. No, he's barely in it. He's in five episodes, though. He got paid. Yeah, he's barely in it. Yeah, he's not really in that one. You got to keep and the also, sad though, card. I, I feel, yeah, I feel bad for the actor that played uh, Connie's husband because in the show they make him look like the worst human being on the planet, and I don't think that's fair to the real guy because none of the stuff that happens in the show, like they make him look like he hits Talia Shire in the face for real, like act, method acting, and oh, so wow. they have a scene where where James Con beats. Remember in Godfather, yeah, he beats up the, the brother, the brother-in-law, yeah. Well, according to beats him the with a trash show, can lid. Yeah, <laughs> according to the show, which just never happened. The offer. Jimmy Conn really beats the shit out of him, like he because he hit Talia Shire, so he's like, "Oh fuck that guy, I'm gonna beat him up." And it's just it's just a lie. No, because never happened. Because when you it watch the movie, it looks fake yeah. as hell. And he's like, "Well, no, he misses him." Yeah, he misses. He him misses him. <laughs> I just watched it. Yeah, I literally just watched The Godfather last night. Yeah. And he's he misses him by like this much. Oh yeah, it's so hilarious. so no, so it's no. Really yeah, no. You can't yeah, no, you can't not, state no. that's true. And in the movie, he's not even coming close. No, it's, I do know that when he threw the 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 little piece of wood, the little bat at him, he did hit him in the head. Yeah, but that was a cut. That was a cut. And he says he threw because he had it. Jimmy Conn just took it out as a, as an improv. He says I knew these guys in the neighborhood who had these little bats with them. So I was like, oh, give me one of those to put in the car and I'll throw it at him. And he chucked it. He goes, I didn't mean bing bomb, bing bomb his coconut. Right I felt bad about it because like I hit him in the head. Bing bomb his coconut. <laughs> he was down. I was like, oh no, I didn't mean to do that. So yeah, any kind of like, but they try to make him look like he's a fucking sexual predator. He hates women. He beats women. Con? It never happened. So, no, no. The, the, oh, actor, the, played the actor who played. Shire's okay. Husband, the actor. And the real actor is still alive. And like he's taught, wow. And even Tyler Shire, Tyler Shire says, "Yeah, that never happened." So why? I, I why would he know. beat her in that in real life? Because it's all off camera. Because he grabs a belt and it he like does this and it cuts yeah, off, no, cuts away. Yeah, you never see the it. camera. Like, watch, like I said, you see the door flying. He, he's whipping her yeah. with his belt, but you don't he see never it. Hits her. He never really hits her. Yeah. yeah. So he's really careful, and you can tell he's that scene is brutal careful. too. Even though you don't yeah, see, oh, much, it is, it's like all in your head. No. Yeah. It's yeah. But he wouldn't it's really well beat the shit out of her. There's no point. It's all off camera. Yeah. <laughs> what would be the advantage? Yeah. And they Method showed, like, they showed acting, that, uh, yeah, because Coppola was his sister. So in the show, Coppola was like, oh, my God, he really hit her? Oh, my God. oh no. And then, like, they made, uh, it's it's just, they take some liberties where you're just like, that never fucking happened. It's a lie. They, they, they need to preface lie. it by going, this is 
not yeah you know some of this is based on a lot of it's artistic liberty they almost need to do that with something like this well they don't they don't even have a disclaimer it just says like previously on the offer like that's all they have but like in the first episode they they don't say anything no no like i said i think this is albert ruddy rewriting his myth he's trying to make him look like himself look like this uber badass like he dealt with the mafia he had to deal with the mafia for this movie and none of that happened because i guess they're saying like the mafia didn't want to be portrayed. They hated Mario Puzo. They hated oh, yeah. Godfather. When actually, you no, know, they didn't. They loved it. Like they loved the book and they loved Mario Puzo. Nobody ever said that. That never happened. But in the mood of the show, they have to build that tension. So it's all made up. It never happened in real life. Well, I'm sure they'd rather have a, a movie like that with the Godfather, where it's like treated like a serious family, and this is what we do, and they're not like out there well, shooting yeah. random. Like they gotta hate well, that. Like thing, yeah. those. Speaking of Edward oh, yeah. Robinson, they gotta hate his movies where it's just like shooting Tommy right. guns in public, and you know you get that like Little Caesar. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's funny because Giovanni Ribisi plays. Uh, he's always in Joe these. Colombo. Oh, he's great. He's talking like this. He's, yeah, I don't tell you something. I don't know. Uh, he's hilarious. He's actually really good in it. I love and him. In reality, Scientologist. Sh- oh, sorry. <laughs> Is he really? Oh yeah. Yeah, I guess he, I think he dabbles. In, I dabbled in it a little bit. No, he's still in there. I love Scientology with Beck. Beck's my friend. <laughs> anyway. I, I love you, Beck. And he's uh, Joe Colombo. And in reality, he, he was the head of the Italian Anti-Defamation League. That was his thing. And I guess he got a, he got hit in a, in a rally. He got shot three times in the head and lived. But he was paralyzed. He was he was in a coma. For oh, Larry Flint did. Like he never. Yeah. He, well, he, no, he, I mean, he didn't even he didn't even get the he didn't talk. He was basically in a coma for seven years, and he finally died seven years after he got shot in the head three times. But in the show, he gets like shot in the shoulder and the, in the stomach. And they don't. He literally got shot three times in the head in real life. That's what they said in the history, the documents, and like the the stories about him. There's, they said he was shot in the head three times. Like that's fucking tough. There's a show. Is it like Showtime or Showtime or something like that? But it's about Lakers versus Celtics and stuff. But it's. That's the HBO show. It's the championship season, or yeah, the, and that show is just like as bullshit. Yeah, that's or right. every yeah. it's either like everyone's like super heightened, or they start to combine people, yeah. and it's like these are people we know in our lives. You can't really do that, right? You can do that right, when it's yeah. like you're making Alexander, sort of thing. Yeah, like I'm not gonna know if like you combine two characters, but like yeah, well, yeah, you have. They to made do that. Jerry West like that. a fucking idiot, and it's like Jerry West yeah. is one of the smartest guys in the in basketball. <laughs> Why him? Why'd yeah, you make him yeah, yeah, like a weirdo? It's like the Matt Damon puppet from uh, Team America. Yeah. They, they just made that joke because the puppet looked stupid. It wasn't any way, shape, or form a, a, a reflection on Matt Damon. No. It was just a reflection on the, phys- the physical puppet. No, when Trey Parker got the puppet, he goes, This thing's look yeah. dumb as shit. And he, so he started doing the Matt Damon thing, and that's what <laughs> <Matt> stuck. Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was actually him making fun of the guy who made the puppet. It wasn't making fun of yeah, Matt Damon at all. Yeah, exactly. But that happens even in history, in historical yeah. records. It's like, This guy was really smart. No, he's a fucking dumb shit. Yeah. Einstein was a fucking dumbass. That's why I'm now having like. Shoes. We'll eventually talk about this episode real quick, but that's why I'm really having like trust issues with that Olivia Wilde, Shia LaBeouf story that's going on. Yeah. Because I oh, watched that so John Bernthal thing with, with Shia LaBeouf. I'm like, damn, this is a sharp yeah. kid. Yeah. I didn't realize he was only a few years younger than me. I thought, or two years younger, I think, only. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's young. basically our age. But I didn't realize. I thought he was like in his 20s, but I'm like, 
this is a sharp dude. And now I'm like hearing the none of it makes sense from what Olivia Wilde's saying. Well, he had all of it on his phone because she text messaged him and he recorded. He had all the he had the receipts. That's a new term I've learned. He showed the receipts, yeah, which is like the proof of everything. And I think that's a good that's a good phrase. Yeah, show me the receipts. Show me the and he had it. And he fucking told her, and basically it was a big middle finger to her. Yeah. And she's just looking like an idiot now. And I guess the critics are bashing her movie, calling her a fake feminist because she's just a bitch. Because she's protecting. Nobody likes her. Uh, what's her name? Right. That. No, Fl- Florence Pugh Florence hates Pugh. her. Yeah. Like Florence Pugh hates her. Well, I can tell like, by a, watching someone animosity. talk because Florence seems yeah. like an awesome person I want to hang out with. And Olivia Wilde seems like an alien built, and she has no connection to reality. Shia LaBeouf no. was like going through a phase, obviously, but watching yeah. him talk to John Bernthal was like, like, damn, this kid is sharp and like on top of his shit now. And I'm sure he had the you know bad years. Well, he, he was talking he grew about. Up. Yeah, he grow, but he that was. I mean, you're talking about yeah. So I'm compiling all this in my head, and I'm like, okay, Olivia Wilde's even more insane than I think. Oh no, she's not. Yeah, she's yeah. Not. it makes me wonder she's how. Bitch. She's a total bitch. Isn't and I heard uh, something. I don't want to talk about celebrity gossip, but um, what's his name from Ted Lasso is really having problems with her and the kids, like trying to get see uh, them. J- Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is all starting yeah. to add up to Olivia Wilde just being insane. Yeah, no, she's a cunt. Yeah, she's a cunted cunt. I don't know. She's a cunty cunt. You're cunny. Messiah Mott Street. You better cunny. He's dying in bed. There's really nothing to talk about. It's just him dying in bed, and he tells the kid there's a Messiah. And then no, it's the Robert Redford episode from Twilight Zone. That's basically what it is. Yeah, it's a little nothing in the dark, a little bit of the... Yeah. Talking about the Art Carney episode. Art, Art Carney episode, um, a little bit of the Fugitive. Why am I blanking on the name of that episode? Um, it's from season Art two. One? It's from season two because it's on video. It is, is it called... The um, Merry Little Drunk. Ah, fuck it, I'll look it up. Da, da, da. We're doing it... Oh, Nick of Time. No, no, not Nick of Time. That's the Shatner. Nick of um, Time, that's Shatner. It's called... Don't treat me like I'm a retarded child. Night of the Meek. There you go. It's on the schedule in a couple years. Night <laughs> of the Mercury. We're doing a redux, yes. redux of that, and then we're also doing the Nick of Time from, I think, the 2002 series. Oh, wow. I think it's 2002 that has They did a 2002 Nick of Time? Oh, yeah. wow. Interesting. It's either 2002 it's the or the 80s. Idea. The same idea that Jordan Peele had only had nothing to do with Nick of Time. No, sorry, not Nick of Time. No, we're down. talking about the Art Carney one. Meek. Night of the Meek. I keep combining the two names for some reason. but That's Yeah, funny. they did a remake of it. I forget. I think it was 2002 that did it. But um, it's probably terrible. Probably. Okay, so he the kid goes out and he starts looking for the the, the, prof, or the Messiah. And then you get, he has three people. He, he finds the Messiah real goddamn quick. Uh, Literally, he, he goes up to Santa Claus and he's like, "You the Messiah?" And You're it's a right. typical New York Santa. The fuck's wrong with you, kid? You, you don't recognize Santa? And he's like, "I'm a Jew." He's like, "I knew something I didn't like about you." <sighs> you fucking guy, you cake bastard. This is because of you. We lost World War Two. Wait, what? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. No, um, and then he finds Jesus. Like literally, the guy looks like Jesus. Yeah, they're really on the and nose with this cross. shit. But. Don't oh, you about know what to see him, huh? You don't even recognize Santa Claus. That's me, Santa Claus. Don't you even recognize Santa Claus? I'm Jewish. Fuck Santa this. <laughs> uh, yeah, then he finds Jesus. 
I want to see Jesus. The guy that plays the Jesus. The going to burn in hell. <laughs> yeah, he does not hold back. Oh, that's great. There he is. <laughs> it's like uh, Michael Gross meets uh, John Glover meets um, Michael Good. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of those first two guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People paid at last. You're not the Messiah. I am the Messiah. It's ridiculous. And then the third guy I comes really up. Hope you have fight. I hope you have fight code as Dwayne Messiah. <laughs> yeah. That'd weird. be nice. Can you imagine that if it's Jeff Fight Coda? It'd be really weird now because he's dead. Well, exactly. So the Yafit Koto uh, shows up like, and he's like, uh, he's like, oh, you're looking for the Messiah? What's going on? And he seems like he has no idea what's going on. And, it, you know, they're, they're playing, he's playing the role of, of your, one of your favorite terms. Oh, mystical Negro. Yeah. 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 yeah we're, we're exactly. not, we've done a lot of projects lately that have had this had this uh, trope. This trope, yes. Yeah, because we just did uh, Adam Sandler, not Adam Sandler, Nick Cage movie, The Family Man. Yes. Had one. Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle plays the it. M- the MN. That's what we, is that what we need to call it? <laughs> the MN, yeah, there you go. The mystical N. <laughs> well, usually, like, uh, that's usually re- reserved for Morgan Freeman. Yeah, not lately. Not lately, yeah. And now it ain't going to be for Will Smith, because Will Smith, I think, his career is over. I just saw on Facebook, this girl posted a video, and it's like the Will Smith, it's like this old, she's like, this old movie, rip, Will Smith ripped off this old movie, and it was like, the guy doing the jokes about the guy's wife, and he gets up and slaps him, and he yells at him to keep him. It's like, oh, this old movie, see, the exact same thing happened there. And then people were roasting her because it's like, that's a skit made about the Will Smith thing. And then one of the commuting dudes <laughs> goes, that's literally me in the video. <laughs> we're like, what the that's fuck is wrong with you? Do some research. Come on. She didn't, she, she didn't pull out that clip of, uh, of um, Eddie Murphy slapping uh, Dave Chappelle and the Nutty Professor. I should have. Remember that one? No. Real life, Dave Chappelle. Real life or in the movie? Yeah, in the movie. In the movie, because remember, he makes fun of him, calls him fat, and he roasts him, and they go back to the club, and it's it's Eddie Murphy as Eddie Murphy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And, and, he, and he he takes his finger, he breaks his fingers, basically. He goes, "Sing with it!" Ah! And he screams, <laughs> breaking his fingers. And I think it was Dave Chappelle. I'm pretty sure it's Dave Chappelle. Probably Eddie was. Murphy. I can't. I, I need to be because it could have been Eddie Griffith, but I think it's Dave Chappelle. But I'm almost positive it's just him. Then you got that following into Dave Chappelle getting attacked with a knife. Oh, yes. Yes, very good. Uh, he goes back, and then basically they all wait for the old man to die. They think he's dead. And instead of helping him, they just lock the kid in the room with him because <laughs> they think he's dead, the old man. And then uh, the old man's alive, and Yafet Koda disappears. But I think I know what happened to Yafet Koda. I found his death here in a deleted scene. Do you want to see it? Yes. He does die in this episode. It's just a... It's yes, really weird. Does. Really weird. Yes, that, that's from a real movie, people. Yeah, from That's the... from a real movie. That's from a blockbuster hit movie. That's from a movie. That's, the worst that's James pathetic. Bond movie. That one is just that's the worst. Bad. That's like the super that's racist one. 
That's pretty bad. They didn't even try. He's not even the, he, he's not even the same color. He's like fifteen shades darker. It's <laughs> literally a black balloon. Yes. It's, it's a black balloon. Baby's black balloon. It's so bad. Goodell's kicking. Oh man, this is terrible. I, mean, I had that. Yeah, I'm still in shock that that was actually they filmed that and said, "Yeah, fuck, can't get any better than that." I'm more amazed that you saw that movie and that you didn't remember that. I think I, I could be wrong. I think I've seen like a good three, three and three quarters of it. Maybe I never finished it. Oh, I don't like the Roger Moore Bond movies. They're fucking I terrible. I don't think I've seen. I haven't seen half of them. I've seen Octopussy. I've seen half of Moonraker. I think I've seen. You still call it Moonraker? That's one. That's <laughs> one red flag. Moonraker. Moonra- Moonraker. Moonraker. I actually like Moonraker, and then he gets to the moon. It's a solid movie until he gets to the moon. And it's only like the last 20 minutes he's on the moon. I like the actor that plays Hugo Drax, though. He's great. He's in Ronin, and he's in Munich. And he's like the great father figure to Eric Bana. But he goes, you're not my family. You could have been my son, but you're not. You're not family. We have hands of butchers. And they make the cook. They're like they're amazing chefs, but yet they're murderers. Damn right. We're killing Vichy scum. That made it sound like you're talking about Star Trek. No, no, no. World War II, French (laughs) Vichy. The the fake, the Vichy government that they had to assassinate here and there. But yeah, and and then basically, uh, Yafai Koda, who's in the same outfit, by the way, from the James Bond movie, he's wearing the same outfit. He really is. When he's not in his mailman outfit. There's a great scene early on. Okay, they talk about the Messiah and how it's real, and he leaves, and then Yafakoto shows up as a mailman, gives him a check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the from the brother who said earlier, it's Chekhov's gun. During it's this, of a check, the check comes at the end. Yeah, it's it's this. She says the brother's crazy and he's ranting about being rich and owning land in California. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, I notice in this scene the doctor doesn't give two fucks about his HIPAA HIPAA violation because yeah right. <laughs> he goes. Well, if you go in there, you got to realize his his heart. He starts talking about the specifics of this guy's mental or this guy's uh, physical. He, he's basically giving away the game here, just reading off his chart. Like his heart beats all over the place. He's fucked. He's got his lungs are scarred, and yada yada. And he just yeah. keeps going. And she's like, I, I don't, I don't. Why are you telling me this? I'm pretty sure this is illegal his for you. Dick to... is crooked. <laughs> and he's a Jew. Wait, you're. He's got his foot. He's a Jew like me, right? Yeah. There's a weird edit here where he goes, Merry Christmas. She goes, Happy Hanukkah. And he's like, and he's walking out the door. It's like, oh, God. So cold out? Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to snow. Just right for the Yuletide season. This baby does not stop crying this entire episode, by the way. Should I not see you? Merry Christmas, Miss Moretti. Happy Hanukkah, Doctor. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Such a weird edit. Happy Hanukkah. Yeah. Hanukkah. Shunalaka. Um, oh, happy Hanukkah. Oh. I noticed Night Gallery in the TZ, the, the original TZ, liked the episodes about doctors doing home visits. Yes. Well, it's, it's perfect. It's the, they have the, the medical... Uh, you know, um, straight, narrow medical man coming to the door to do a house visit. And you don't have to do a hospital set. 
No, God, no. No, way cheaper if he just visits them. And even no. she calls him out. She's like, you're still doing house calls, huh? Nobody does that anymore. Weird. Like, she's basically, like, giving away the game right there. Like, oh, it's like the, they're trying to save money here. Okay. Cool. Well, you, you just said Happy Hanukkah to me, dear. Yeah. We save money on my breakfast. And I play that clip of the kid going, I don't know who Santa is. I'm Jewish. And then at the end, yeah. he's like, it's Christmas. Yay. Yeah, what the he's fuck? running around. I'm like. He has no shit. Confusing ah, bullshit, kid. Bullshit, little bastard. I gave little it a six. Shit. I gave it a seven. I enjoyed it. I thought it was sweet. It was actually not that bad. So I was. It's actually my well, on my top five Night Gallery episodes, probably. Wow, that's saying a lot. I mean, or top not. ten. I'd say top ten. Yeah, I I did top not 10. like it. I just liked it. If it was it. twenty it, minutes it shorter, sweet. it would have been awesome. Yeah. It would have been a sweet little little yes, episode. I agree. It just there's like, so much. It, yeah. Ever G. Robinson is fucking awesome in it. Yes. He kills this episode. He's he's the best actor so far in a Night Gallery episode. Yeah. I can't think of and a better F. one. Yeah, great. Yeah. I like Yeah, I want him... me, I just I like him in everything he's in. Oh, yeah. Because he's always kind of like, he's like the, just such a good actor in everything he does. It's just like you automatically just buy it. It's just, he's got that soft smile and those just giant eyes. You just like. It's like the Avatar effect with those big old cat eyes. You just sucked in, and it's just like that's Yafai Koda's power. He He's just like, had, oh my god, this guy's great. And he I has like Yafai Koda. Sorry, and he has like the power to say anything with sincerity. Yeah, he's great. He's like the first Morgan Freeman. Yeah, in a weird way, his voice and his way, the way he's he pronounced it. He's great. Like he's great in Alien. He's great in uh, Blue Collar. Blue Collar is a great movie. You gotta watch that one with uh, Richard Pryor, and it's written by Paul Schrader. <laughs> What is it called? It's a comedy, a blue collar. I think it's one of Spike Lee's favorite movies, and it's actually a great movie about race, about the races, and how like we're just being pushed down by rich people to continue the fight. Oh yeah, like it's just it's it's just a, it's just a class thing. It has nothing to do with race. It's just everybody's pushing each other down just so they can they can do it and get away with this shit. Did mailman it's need like good. it's a great badges back then? Nice hat. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Fakoda. Right. It's great. To the whole earth. Murmur. <laughs> that would have been a fun ending. Hit by... <laughs> I gave that guy He's life so I could take yours. <laughs> oh, by the way, you owe a debt. <laughs> ah! I'm not going to make the kid I'm pay so, that. Soul seeker. Soul. Yeah, I'm just going to do that. All right. Uh, I won't disagree with your seven. It's just uh, I, I couldn't get past the yeah. length. It's... Yeah, you're right. And the repetition. You're right. you're right. And the repetition is due to the length. And it's very, very similar to Nick. Uh, I keep wanting to say Nick of Time. Why? Night of the Meek. I want to say Nick Cage. It's very, very similar to Nick Cage. I like to pretend that I'm, a, I'm the Messiah. <laughs> I go to people's houses and I deliver mail to them. And it's always a good letter with a check in it. It's a check written by me to them. They just don't know that because I'm the Messiah. It's going to bounce. Man, <laughs> you're, an, you're an actor. And don't cash it. <laughs> oh, the IRS, $20 million. Yeah. It says cash when I make National Treasure 3. They're <clears> making <throat> a TV show, National Treasure, without him. Yeah, it is. Blasphemy. That's stupid. No one's going to watch it. He is the national treasure in that movie. I don't know. Did he they watch is it? a national treasure. Did they not it? watch the movies? 
I know. The movies are okay. They're okay. It's like She-Hulk. They never read. They never read one comic of She-Hulk and wrote the show. No, that's what I heard. I don't watch it, but I heard. That's what the internet's telling me. Yeah, I don't. I don't need to watch it. It's probably gonna be the first Marvel thing I don't watch. I just. Yeah, I I could care less. Oh, I haven't watched. I think she's hot though. I think she's hot as there's something about green skinned women. I think we need to have that in real life. I don't know what it is. It's sexy. I'm not your therapist. She looks she looks, she looks better as Hulk than she does as her own self. It's weird. It's just she looks prettier. It's weird. Good luck getting over this. And uh I'm not. I'm gonna find her. She's out there somewhere. She's got jaundice real bad. Some kind of disease. Yeah. You, you need that yellow, she's green. I should have sent you that Star Trek porn that Adam left me. Oh God! With because you can see him fuck green, green women. Oh my God! I will say though, speaking of Lou Ferrigno, him in green. Uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's great. I'm the Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> That's yeah, all he, he did. Talks like that. He's deaf. Yeah. But the only the only thing he did in that whole show is. <laughs> That's it. Did you ever watch? Did you ever watch Pumping Iron? No. With Arnold Schwarzenegger, well, Lou Ferrigno was in it because that's when he was uh, he was you know working out, and Arnold Schwarzenegger like makes fun of him, like he, he calls him deafy or something. Like he makes fun of his hearing. Yeah. Like, Arnold Schwarzenegger is a dickhead. Oh yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger is an asshole. He's a big muscle dude, of course. Like, what do you expect? No. All right, let's get out of here. Um, until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Check check check. So long, Yafakoto. And Edward G. Robinson. Love you, MM.